Hey everybody, this is another episode of the Candidate Corner Podcast. This is episode number six, and it's going to pick up um, with the recorded words that happened right after the run on Saturday. I thought that uh, it was a little longer, <laughs> and I, you know, I, my goal is to make the class very difficult, and, and sometimes it's hard to make the class difficult because there's a lot I need to say. A lot of details I need to talk about and slow things down and show you details. And so, hang on a second. And so, uh, in order to make that happen, I have to add in those things like push-ups and to really push you guys. Now, when you think like push-ups shouldn't affect my run, that's my upper body. But overall, you are, you're still draining your energy. You know, you're, you're, you're draining your gas tank when you go through a hard class. But I think it's really helpful to go through a hard class and then go out and run. I, I can remember every single time I, I tested for black belt, the B-Day pre-check was always the hardest because... I was so exhausted by the end of the sparring and then we would have to run immediately following that and I would walk out there going I don't know if I can qualify I'm I'm literally just spent and then something happens you have those two or three minutes five minutes you know like by the time they're done talking prepping everybody and it's actually more than that by the time everyone gets changed it's probably 10-15 minutes you know and so you you actually get your second wind and then belief is so powerful you know what you believe is going to happen it's not always 100% accurate but I my experience is when I have belief I do better than when I have doubt it's the rare occasion when I'm when I'm doubting that I I go on to like surprise myself with a great with a great performance it might start as doubt like I was just saying I get done with the pre-check and then I feel like I don't know if I can do this so the doubt was there but then I, I get through it I break through that wall I recover a little bit and I and I'm like no I can do this sometimes the doubt is even when I first start running I, I, run, I run and my um, my strategy is always to start slow today I actually started faster than normal I, I don't know what made me like shoot off the not that I was sprinting but I, I shot out in front of people instead of waiting for everybody to go by uh, I just wasn't thinking and um, but I usually let everybody go by and then I just trot out behind them because my thought pattern is I'm not going that fast so why should I have why should I be in people's way where they just have to pass me so I'll just I'll just start behind them and then I'll pass them when I have plenty of space because I usually I usually don't feel like I start picking it up to a respectable pace until close to a half mile into the run, right? So a half mile, well, I would would say somewhere between the quarter and the half mile, but definitely by the half mile, now I'm I'm picking it up to a pace that I'm actually gaining on people instead instead of just staying in pace with them or even falling behind them. So... But today I started a little faster, but it just—it was not really fast. I just didn't—I just didn't go off and behind everybody. But that strategy, even on pre-checks, like I'd be running slow, and I'd have doubt. But then I would rely on my experience. Right? We have these experiences where 
one of the best things you guys can do for yourself is to pay attention to your experiences. Document your experiences. Your journal, your, your training log can be like that. Your training log can be like, this is what I ate for breakfast. This is what, you know, this was my food during the day and this is how I felt because of what I ate. You can sometimes look back to what did I eat yesterday and that's, that's affecting today. Some of you have heard um, me tell the story about I had a green drink one time and I let, you know, just where you blend up vegetables, you know, fruits and vegetables and I blended it up. I, I had, had it for like breakfast and then about 30 or 40 minutes later, I went for a run. I was thinking it's already blended, but it doesn't really need, it's not going to be hard to digest, <clears throat> right? But then... Uh, only 30 or 40 minutes later, I went for a run and it was, I was just, it was sl- still in there sloshing. I was, I was like, oh God. And that was like the quote unquote healthy thing to eat. <laughs> but just because it's healthy doesn't mean it's smart to have it 30 minutes before you run. Right? So there's a lot of factors that can affect you. Today I didn't eat anything. I haven't eaten anything yet. I have two cups of coffee in the morning. I get up at five, had two cups of coffee, like right away. And then I probably didn't drink enough water. I've had a little bit of water this morning, but I feel a little dehydrated. Usually I bring a water out here. So as soon as I'm done, I can have a sip. I didn't do that. That's probably why my heart's beating like a hundred miles an hour right now. <laughs> um, but there's all these, my, my point is there's all these little things that can affect us. But to get back to my little, my original point is our mindset, right? How many studies are done where they, they give a group of people um, a pill that says it's going gonna, it's gonna to cure this thing that they have, right? And, and, and they give a controlled group nothing more than a sugar pill, right? The placebo. And then those people, because... Because the doctor thinks it's a real pill and the patients think it's a real pill, everybody goes into it with this belief that it's going to work. And, and um, the vast majority of them, if not 100% of them, get the same results as the actual medicine when they didn't take the medicine. And these are like countless studies that, of where that kind of stuff goes on. And so I, I'm, I'm reminded of those stories every now and then and just the power of belief, the power of our own belief. Like, what do I believe is going to happen out there today? I'm gonna go out there and, and like make make progress. Um, today my time was 16:36, and last week it was 17:19. The week before that it was like 17:41. So each week I've I've been progressively bringing my time down. In this mode of trying to model for you guys, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying to, on week one, come out here and be under 16. I probably could have done it if I just willed myself to do under 16. But that goes against the whole premise of why we've changed what we've done, right? Like the whole idea is make progress each week. And, um, but there's, a, there's a, a dangerous slope, a slippery slope that sometimes we get caught up on where we our mind starts to like um, figure out the con. Like, how can I con this? How can I do just enough to show progress without really overdoing it? Because I don't want to have a great run today 
and then next week I won't be able to beat that, right? Like how many people have ever had that thought? Be honest, if you ever had that thought where you didn't want to do too good. You didn't want to do too good today. Because what, what about next week when I can't beat that, right? Like so, so that, there is this con that goes on in our head where we're like, let, let me just make a little bit of progress because that, that'll satisfy everybody, <laughs> right? And I get it. Like I'm guilty of those thoughts too. <clears throat> so, you know, we... Um, but I want you to understand this, that let's say you have, like Joe had a not as good of a run this week as he did last week. And I'm sure on some level he's not, not happy about that. But that, that's not grounds for me cutting Joe from cycle. Now, if that were to continue to go on, now if next week he does that again, he, next week he's 1930, he went up again, now I gotta say, hey, well, you know, like what's going on? You're going in the wrong direction. And I've seen people do that cycle after cycle, where people, you, you can just see that they're not taking it seriously enough. They say they want it, and they probably even believe that they want it, but what stops them from actually doing what it's gonna to take to be successful, right? And that's, that's the whole thing behind like the psychology of success. What stops people? Anthony Robbins, that's like his big mission. Anthony Robbins is not, he'll tell you, he's not the guy that wants to be the motivator. He doesn't consider himself a motivational speaker. <clears throat> he doesn't even want that title. He's not, he's not like this positive thinking guy. He's, it, he says, it's good to think positive. You should think positive. But he uses this analogy like, you don't go out into your garden and, and say, oh, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, when there's weeds, right? You, you see them all over. But he says... All right, you're, you're honest with yourself. There's weeds. Now let me go in there and pull them. Let me, let me pull those weeds. Now I have a nice garden again. But if you're just like, oh, there's no weeds. There's, there's no weeds. <laughs> there's no weeds. Right? Then you're not, nothing's going to happen. You won't pull the weeds that you don't think aren't there. So, like, where are your weeds? Are your weeds, you're not running enough? Is that uh, guilty or you have something no, to say? That, my weeds are that I've gained 15 pounds since March. <laughs> okay. And I've got 15 weeds. Yeah. So, so, but your, your weeds would be, I mean, those could be the weeds, but, but the danger would be to, to pretend like it didn't happen, right? So for you to say that out loud and admit it is very powerful, right? I feel empowered. Yep. When you, when you say it out loud in front of people and you make this thing, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. When I was 23, I had this, I had this um, desire to do a bungee jump. And um, I had never done one. And I was like, I want to do a bungee jump. And I was afraid of the idea, but I, for some reason I still wanted to do it. And um, so I said, I said to a bunch of my friends, on my 23rd birthday, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a bungee jump. And like, I said it to them, and I'm, not, and I'm like, I'm on the line now. Now it's my word. I said it to a bunch of friends, and they're gonna razz me for the rest of my life if I don't do it. So, because it was something I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna change my mind. I was like, I want that, I want that. I don't know why I want it, but I want it. I wanna do it, I wanna overcome this fear. And so I did it. And, and I, I think largely because I put myself on the line like that. I did a similar thing with a roller coaster. I, I was probably 18 years old before I ever got on a roller coaster. Because I, I, I would look at them and I'd be afraid of them. <laughs> I just was like, I don't want to do that. That looks horrifying. <laughs> you know? And, and I, I see these little girls. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, I guess I'm, worse, I'm more scared than that little girl. But I don't care. <laughs> And then we were at this park, and I was like, all right, what is wrong with me? I got, I got to get on this roller coaster. And so I was like, all right, I'm doing the roller coaster today. 
and I was scared, I'm shaking, get on the roller coaster. I, I hated it, but, but I did it, right? I overcame the fear. I got off, I was green and ready to fall over, right? <laughs> but the idea is that, like, overcome the fear. So what kind of fear do you need to overcome right now? Is there a fear that's holding you back? Um, so find out what it is. Like, admit what your weeds are, and then, and then more than just that, then figure out what's the actual solution. Because if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, right? If, uh, if Liz identifies that she's gained 15 pounds, and that's, all, that's where it stops, then she might just dwell on, oh, I've gained this weight, and woe's me. Oh, here's another powerful um, little saying I heard a few months ago. Somebody was saying, like, woe's me, right? Woe's me. Woe's me. And then they stopped and they're like, whoa, it's me, right? So instead of thinking, like, woe's me, like, uh, all these situations, all these circumstances, poor me, poor me, all of these outside influences making my life bad, they stopped and they said, whoa, it, it's me. It's not all these other things, because ultimately we have a decision, right? We have a decision to make. Like, what am I going to do about it? Those circumstances might be real. What we're dealing with right now is real. But what are we going to do about it? You guys have decided to show up and go running and do that. and that, So you're, you, you're, you're taking action. Other people, maybe they're not as comfortable to come in, but they showed up on Zoom. But I'm telling you, there are people that are in cycle that didn't do either one. They didn't show up on Zoom. And they're not here. Right? So those people, in my opinion, are woes me, woes me. They haven't come to the realization that, whoa, it's me, <laughs> right? They're not getting out of their own way, and you guys are. And I think that's, that, that's really, really great. So no matter what your time was today, you showed up, you did something. Understand it. Take it for what it's real, you know, or take it for what it is, you know? Like, don't make it worse than it really is. Don't make it better than it really is. Just understand for what it is. And then say, what's my next step? How do I improve this? How, how can next week I come in and just do a better job? Listen to the stuff that we talked about in class. A, a powerful thing could be for you to just turn it on, play the video through Facebook, even if you're not watching it. And just hear, hear what we talked about in class. Because you'll remember, you were there. You, don't, you don't, might not need to see it. Like somebody who didn't go there, they need to see it too. But, but somebody, like you guys were there. And so like hearing it, you're like, oh yeah, that. Let me, let me write that down and I'll put some work in there. You know, like that can be a very powerful thing. And then, um, how many of you turned in your training log last week? Let's see hands. Training log. I know Ashley did too, Nick did. I got a total of seven. So if you haven't done it, right? If you haven't done it, for whatever reason, you're, you're dropping the ball, right? And my, job, my, uh, my intention is not to make you feel bad for very long. It is to make you feel bad because a lot of times we, um, we take action when we feel bad about something, right? Like we're like, oh, I don't want that to happen again. So it, it motivates us to take action. But I don't want to make you feel bad for very long. I just want you to be like, okay, yeah, that's true. I didn't do it. I know it's a requirement. And how can I, how can I honestly expect to be passed during cycle if I'm not doing what's being asked of me? not turning in my assignments at school, I don't get passing grades on them, I get failing grades on them. So, um, you know, same thing, turn them in. And I'll remind you that you, um, 
you're not doing those for me, you're doing them for you. But I do look at them, and sometimes I see stuff where I'll ask you about it, like, you know, how come, what, what's this mean? Or, you know, do you think you, you think you need to put, spend some more time on this or whatever? You know, like I, sometimes I'll comment on, on things that I see. And, um, but when you, when you come to the realization that the more you write down, the more you can look at it, and the more you can say, these areas I'm doing really good in, but I, I noticed that this area I'm not putting much time into. And, and so then you can, you can do something about it. If you track your food, you can do something about it. If you track your sleep, you can do something about it. But if you don't even know, if you're guessing, then you don't know. Imagine if we just ran and I didn't start my watch and I didn't have any times written down. You'd be like, I don't know, I felt pretty good. Even if your time was like 20 something, you'd be like, I don't know, I felt good. It's hard, but I felt good, right? But now that there's a number, you have, you have a way to then say, I can be better than that or, or um, you know, that really was, that was, a, that was a great time today. How many of you listen to the podcast? One, two, three, four. All right, so not everybody. Make it a habit to listen to the podcast. Because, like, t- today's talk out here, it's, it's been almost, well, it's been 17 minutes now. But um, I'm recording it here so I can remind myself of what I've talked about. And then I'll do, some, I'll do a podcast to kind of reiterate and then a lot of times my podcast will shoot off in different directions just because I think of something in the moment or something else um, dawns on me like before I even make the podcast that I realize I want to talk about. Um, but again, like you can do those things without having to find extra time for it. Like if you just say, all right, I'm about to get in the car and I'm about to drive 30 minutes somewhere, it's a great time to pop, pop the podcast on. You know, if you're going to go for a run... Put it in your ear. Listen to the podcast while you're running. You know? Anthony Robbins calls that net time. Net meaning no extra time. You don't have to find any extra time to do it because you're, you're going to do this other thing anyway. You just, just merge them together. You might be like, yeah, but I like to listen to music when I run. I was like that too. And recently I started listening to podcasts and I, I kind of like that better. Every now and then I, I, I probably will come to the point where I'm like, no, today I just want music. That's fine, but make the most of your time. Try to find those net time moments that you can, um, you can either, like I, I, I tell the kids in the, um, when, those working with commas, like if you have a show that you watch, what about just sitting on the couch with a comma in your hand and practicing your wrist roll? You're watching your show, but you're, you're, just, you're practicing your wrist roll. Net time, right? You still get to watch your show, but you're working on your wrist roll. Two hands, <laughs> you know? These are just things that you start to get creative with. How can I do more in the same amount of time? Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What's very different, though, is how we use those 24 hours. You look at some of the busiest people there are, right? Like people that are just in, in, in charge of lots of stuff. And they don't have any more time than we do. But somehow they, they manage to get lots done. Some of that they get done personally. Some of that they get done by delegating, right? But, but even personally, there's a saying: you want something done, give it to a, per, a busy person. When you want to have something done, find somebody who's really busy. They'll get it done because they're busy. They're not the kind of person that just sits back and and um, overanalyzes things. They just they just get to work. They just get going, right? Sometimes when you're in cycle, you have to ready fire aim. You you just start doing it. 
and then you readjust when you realize you're going a little bit in the wrong direction. Ready, fire, aim might be you, you start running too fast off the, off the line. Well, I'm running though. Now I'll adjust. I won't run so fast off the starting line. And I'll pick it up as I go, right? But at least I started. Some people are the kind of person that they're like, I got to learn how to be the, this great runner before I start running. I need to drop 20 pounds before I start running. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You're going to drop 20 pounds by running. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to do that if you're consistent with, with your approach. So um, do yourself a favor and start taking on that ready, fire, aim. Do the, just start doing and then adjust as necessary. And the more you write stuff down, the, the more you can figure out what actually needs to be adjusted. And, um, and if you're ever like, I don't really know what I should be doing, then just talk to me. Shion, what do you, you think is my biggest thing that I need to work on? And if I only give you one thing, that's, that, well, all right, boom, you go. You start doing that. <clears throat> okay, any questions? Any answers? How many push-ups during the day? At least three. At least three, right? One in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. And you'll hate yourself if you only do three. So <laughs> we know you'll do more than three. But I thought it was brilliant, man. I heard that and I was like, wow, that's brilliant. Because who's going to do one? Nobody. All right, guys. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Have a great weekend.